Hello, everybody. Sorry, I was waiting for music or something. I don't know. <laughs> my my thing on mute because Sandra's like, wait for the countdown, and then she's motioning one, two. Anyway, hi. How's everybody? Welcome to Cookies for Lunch, the podcast. This is Cynthia Raven with Sugar Chat Cookie Studio, and I'm here with Sandra Seegers from the Frosted Swirl Bake Shop. I cannot, I cannot believe that just happened. That is like the funniest thing ever. I was literally looking at you saying, okay, are you ready? You're starting, right? Yep. Okay. Watch for the countdown. I'm going to hit record. I got the thumbs up. I hit record. And then it was like Darren headlines. Oh, wait, that means I'm supposed to do something. Sorry. <laughs> good grief. That was funny. It was good to see you. It's good to see you too. It is. Um, and we, we decided we kind of like these uh, recording on the weekends with um, a glass of wine or something. So um, my, my glass of beer has been gone a while because we've been chit chatting for what an hour and a half. A while. (laughs) (laughs) So my, my alcohol is gone. So now I've moved on to Swedish fish and um, some water. (laughs) And what? Oh, water. Oh, okay. Well, see, now we're going to make people feel like we've been talking and we didn't share any of what we've been talking about for the first 45 minutes. But, you know, it's funny because I was out to dinner with um, my oldest and we were talking about, I was telling her, you know, after dinner, I'm like, I got to go home because Cindy and I are going to record. And she's like, are you really? And I said, yeah. And I said, um, um, I like the, the, the evening aspect of it, you know, and I said, but the best part is the conversation before. And she's like, mom, you need to hit record. (laughs) (laughs) I go, but the funny thing is, is that it's not, it's not like gossipy. It's more just catching up on, on what's going on in your life. (laughs) Thanks. I mean, as true as that is. You're the more, you're the more interesting one out of the two. Well, I don't know that interesting is the right word, but um, I think that, but, but the other part is it's, it's nothing that's like secret because half the time we talk about it then again on the podcast, but Mm -hmm. we're talking about like what we're going to talk about and then there may be something else and then there might be stuff that we probably shouldn't share, but. um, (laughs) Or maybe we should. Or maybe, but yeah, it's usually about my personal life or something that. (laughs) So we kind of wanted to touch on a few things cookie con because um registration was this past wednesday correct no no it was two wednesdays ago when this was add-ons right right we were just going to kind of touch base about that it's see it's it's i don't know about you but it's always surprising to me how many newbies there are yeah you know and we've talked about that every time when they ask and they raise their hands it's their first cookie con or their second Mm -hmm. I was calculating up this going to Orlando, I think is my ninth or 11th. I need to figure it out again, but, um, a lot. <laughs> so. Well, and not only that, but also in the, um, in the cookie con attendees page. Cause once you're new and you buy your ticket, you get access to that Facebook right. group and the amount of people that are new is, you know, it's, it's great. And it's kind of crazy to me. This cookie world doesn't seem to be slowing down. No, it doesn't. But I think that's good. You know, I think everybody has a different viewpoint. You know, I think everybody has different levels of um, ideas, creative, you know, creativity, you know, all of that. But I also know that there's been people, because we were talking about 
you know, some people like in the Casey group that aren't doing cookies anymore. And I think that's happened. And I've seen a few posts of people like I'm taking a break for six months or whatever. And because like you, when you're taking, you know, a lot of orders, like you were, you know, I didn't even bug you because I knew you were up to your mm-hmm. eyeballs in, in orders and, um, and invariably, you know, something comes, I mean, there's always, you know, life happens. And even if you committed to something six months ago, then you don't know what's going to be coming up at that time when you've already promised, you know, this and this and this and this. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, so me just doing four dozen graduation cookies was a phenomenal feat that week I had. So, you know, I mean, yeah, I, um, it, I I said on the last podcast that, you know, that was my, my week coming up was my bad week. And it, it did, it almost killed me. It really almost killed me. It was just, um, I've done it so many times that, you know, you're an old, I like to be done a day early. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So if, if, if they're due on Friday, they can, they need to be done on Thursday. And in my mind, cause I'm, I am notoriously on time or early with anything. So, um, <laughs> which is not like me. So <laughs> just the time of it all. Huh? down to the wire every time. Yeah. So I, um, I don't, it's like your Super Bowl. May is my Super Bowl, which is kind of crazy, you know? And I, I get, I honestly, I turned away a lot of customers. Because I, think I, didn't the, do it. I think some people have different, you know, um, seasonal or holiday things that they do more of than others or whatever. You know, I, I, I don't know why or maybe somebody like somebody's halloween one's better or that's a bigger i don't you know i don't know but yeah i know you had way more than you've had for other things and but i'm just like uh, this, this is why i don't get pictures of a lot of things that i have done for is because i don't i don't either allow enough time or something else has come up during the week with work or the kids or whatever and just like for this graduation, I mean, they were, I, I made some new cool designs and I really wanted to take pictures of them, but the party was at one and at 1230, I was packaging up the last one and getting in the car to go to the party. And I was supposed to be leaving for Nashville that afternoon. So my intentions were that I would have all the cookies done and then, um, I would go to the graduation party because it was my cousin's party and I would be packed and ready to go and I could hang out there with my family and stuff and then go straight to the airport. Yeah. None of that happened because I, like I said, I'm packaging up the last one at 1230, putting them in the box, you know, um, hadn't packed and get myself together, not, not wearing anything I wanted to wear for the, you know, just getting myself together to go to the party and, Mm -hmm. I only stayed like an hour and a half because I had to get home and throw my stuff in the suitcase. And everybody now knows very familiar with how I pack and all the crap I bring. So even to Nashville and my cousin was teasing me. He was like, you know, you could just, I mean, you're just coming for the weekend, you know I mean? You could just do a carry on and it's like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. But anyway, so, and of course, because I was running late to the airport, I mean, it, you know, it just, one thing creates another and I get so mad at myself for that, but it's, I've said this before. It's like the joke that I think I can get any place in Kansas city in 10 minutes. I mean, I think I can do anything in a certain amount of time and it just doesn't pan out longer. Right. Or something will come up or something happens or, right. you know, so. 
Well, what I thought was the end of my graduation cookies this week um, is not. I have 10 more dozen next week oh. that the majority are graduation. Really? I don't like that it's seeping into June. Yeah. I don't well, like that. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm going through my orders right now. I don't think I have an interesting one in the bunch. Oh, no, wait. I got one. One is a um, family reunion. Oh. That'll be fun. Oh, I have the beehive. The beehive baby shower. Yeah, and then, then the rest are graduation. I mean, they're easy enough. They're just so... There's, there's not... Rattle. How many times can you do the same baby rattle and make it interesting? I don't know. I like baby shower cookies. I do because you can, you know. That's I what like I'm saying. It's like, that's what like graduation is to me right now because it's cap, gown, congratulations, um, a tassel, a diploma. I mean, it's just all the same stuff. Well, I mean, and the thing is you can't be, I did um, two years ago, my friend, my, you know, my best friend, Asia at work. I mean, she's, well, she's one of my best friends and, but we work together too. And um, her daughters, she has twins they were graduating, um, from Spelman and she had, you know, asked me if I would do, you know, their graduation cookies. And I mean, I've known these girls since they were, you know, five years old. So, you know, of course I'm going to do those. And, but I really wanted to do something, you know, fun and different because I just get so tired of the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, the cap and gown. So, I mean, they ended up turning out really cool. They really did. Um, but again, it's, you know, it's a lot of, you know, extra stuff that you're researching or, or mm -hmm. doing. And, um, my cousin, he was from Arizona. So his colors were different from the, the other kid the party was with and everything, but, oh my God, the place where the party was, was one of the most beautiful homes I have ever, like, it, it was amazing. I mean, it was just in the home while it was on property that was gorgeous and they had a beautiful pool and everything. And, but the way they had it set up, it was perfect for parties. You know, they had a lot of hardscaping so you could have gathering areas and, um, that, I mean, it, it, but the home, while it was big and beautiful, it was just warm and cozy. It didn't feel like, you know, sometimes you go to places and it's just very, stark or it's mm -hmm. cold or I, I don't know, you know, it was just, it was a home. I mean, it was just, it was great. And, um, the wife was, was adorable. And, uh, when we were leaving, she goes, I want to have a cookie party here. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, this would be awesome. You know? Um, so yeah, she was really nice, but anyway, I, I did get to Nashville and it was a good trip and did some business activities with that too. So that could be something good. So yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm helpful. So I'm actually baking this weekend in between laying out by the pool, which I love to do. And it is Memorial Day weekend. So maybe we should say that. It's yes. such a wonderful weekend too. It is. It? I know. It's so pretty and it was so nice today. And today was the first day of the pool opening. And um, I had a nail appointment this morning. And so I was leaving and I was, the pool opens at 10 and they had opened at nine for like a polar plunge, you know, for the mm -hmm. first time. because you know, it's always cold at the first part of the summer. And there was just a steady, it's the one in my subdivision and it, there was just a steady march of kids and everybody up to the pool for the opening and stuff. And then when I got back home, I had some errands to run. And when I got back home about 1230, there was probably only like 15 people up there. So I went up there and hung out with my neighbors that you've met before. So mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Sandra's hung out at the pool. She sent me a picture of a pool chair that she wants me to get her for my pool here. <laughs> she was like, wouldn't this be awesome? I'm like, yeah, it would be awesome. Did you get it? Have you gotten on that? Do I need to resend you the link? <laughs> but the water was cold today, I will say. Oh, but, I bet. But it was so not. I mean, that's so relaxing to me. It really is. And I've really been listening a lot to audibles, you know, books on and on the way, when I drove to Ohio, that's what I did. And it went by really fast. It, it truly did. But one of the books I'm reading, and I wanted to talk about it because it kind of goes in line with um, me being late. And I'm not late to really, really important things. Like, I mean, like even the graduation party, I got there on time. You know what I mean? It's just that I cut myself short. So like I didn't, again, I didn't this is silly, but I didn't have on the outfit I wanted to wear. I didn't have myself put together like I wanted to, you know? So, um, but you know, I got the cookies there. That's the most important thing, but it's a, it's a book called atomic habits. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm. It's really good. I wish I, I should know the name of the author. That's terrible. I don't right now. Um, but it's about, I mean, he has an amazing story. Like he overcame some, some really huge things in his life. And, but as part of his process and relearning some things, um, it was about creating habits. And one of the things that I just thought was really, it's cool. It's just, it's kind of a, just a different way of looking at something. And they gave an example of like people who are late or, or people who it, it's to change a habit. It's not just saying, Oh, I'm going to start exercising every day. I mean, you have to internalize and think about yourself as I'm a person who exercises. It's not mm -hmm. just that, you know? So they gave an example of like some two people and somebody offers them a cigarette and one person says, I'm trying to quit. And the other person says, I'm not a smoker. No, thank you. And he said, it's as simple as that is that's what you have to work on first is changing who you, who you think you are. And if you think you're a person that's late all the time, you're going to be late all the time, you know? So I'm really trying to think of myself as not that person. You have to prove it to me. Um, <laughs> I've been better on some things. And then, but like when I came back from Nashville and I was really excited, I really was excited about some good, good meeting stuff. And then I met a very interesting uh, guy on the plane and um, hey, this is what we talked about before. <laughs> Cindy always meets interesting people on planes or in airports. True story. Didn't know. <laughs> Which um, the person that I met last year that ended up, and I won't go into that whole story because then everybody will be Googling this person. But mm -hmm. um, I met this person at the airport last year when I was coming back from Miami and um, I had a layover in New York of all things. Like I went to New York and then back to Kansas City. And this, this gentleman sat down next to me at the Shake Shack and we were eating lunch and he started talking to me and I'm just me. I'm just me. And I'm like, finally, I said, okay, if we're going to sit here and talk, like I need to know your name. And <laughs> so we ended up talking for like an hour and a half and he was just this brilliant person. I mean, he was so interesting and so smart. And, and of course me sitting there, like, I feel like I'm a smart person, but sometimes I swear to God, I think I have these stupid blonde moments and I'm sorry for every blonde out there that I just said that, but that's what I feel like sometimes. Like, I'm like, I cannot even believe I said that. And I'm, I'm telling him, like, I think 
this has just been so interesting and you're incredibly intelligent. And, and originally I wasn't even really that, like when he sat down, like, eh, you know, and then, but the more we were talking and we'll come to find out he's like, he's written books and like some famous books and he's kind of a, he's like really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. After I Googled him and found out, I'm like, oh my God, he had to be sitting there thinking, oh, this girl's so cute, just thinking I'm so smart, right? But anyway, we still email each other. We're kind of oh, like, yeah, yeah, we're kind of like pen pals. I mean, um, I mean, we've never talked on the phone or anything since then, but we write each other about once a month. And he actually wrote me last week and they're always very nice and friendly. And and he may be coming to Kansas City to work on one of his books. Um, not about me or anything, but <laughs> um, this summer. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll get to see him again. Well, I'm glad that you told that story because we're going to kind of talk about ourselves a little bit with a little, little Q&A. Yeah, Sandra's surprising me with this. She's written off some questions. This is kind of a get well, to us better, I think. So, so uh, okay. So we've decided, we've kind of decided that we like to do this Friday night, Saturday night cocktail hour and do a podcast. And I don't know, I guess we're going to have to get with some guests and see if they either want to join or we're going to have to switch it up to how we used to do it in the morning. So anyway, so when we decide, no, I like this because honestly, I'm not stressed about work because when we were recording before during the week, you know, I would take out mm-hmm. like part of the day and, and do that. And then my phone might be ringing and I would say, you guys, I got to go. I got to, you know, deal with this or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I like that it's not like that right now, you know, well, you know, and I, Friday nights actually work really well for me because my husband works nights. So it's, it, it works well that, and I usually don't have plans on a Friday night. Go figure. How boring am I? Well, I usually don't have plans on Friday night either, but wait till I tell you what I'm doing tomorrow night, but we can do that after the, the discussion. So. On the download. Okay. No, um, no, I can tell everybody because I'm super excited about it. Like I'm beyond excited. It's, it's going to be so cool. Okay. So when, when we decided to do Saturday, Friday or Saturday night, I thought, okay, well, what are we going to talk about? We're not going to have a guest. So then I, I scoured the, the internet for questions. Like good kind of research, Sandra. Good job. <laughs> I did, I did do research. It's, um, questions that aren't just like, What's your favorite color? That kind of, you know what I mean? Okay. They're, they're, they're a little thought provoking. Some are a little funny. Some are stupid. No. Some are not. <laughs> so I thought maybe we could go through them and we can answer them together. But you don't know them. No, I don't know them. So you don't know the questions. So she, I just, to be fair, Sandra said, Do you want me to tell you the questions? And I said, No, surprise me. Yeah, I, I did offer to read them for Okay. <laughs> But first, before we get into that, did you want to, you are, I'm not going to Cookie Con in Orlando in August, September. Right. I'm um, going to assist Amy Clow. From you're Cloud. going to assist. Yes. Um, how is it not having to, not having to stress? Well, to, to be honest, it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved about that part of it because the stressful part for me is getting everything there. And I think I said, I made that decision. I, I really don't want to teach someplace I can't drive to. And that's just too far to drive in one day by myself. And I don't want to stay someplace halfway and be worrying about my things in the car, all my, you know, my TV, my camera, you know, all that, all that. Um, 
and so that part is is good. I don't have to worry about that. I'm going to I'm going to you know be doing something for Carrie, and um, I'm doing a couple other things that have come up that I haven't told you about, not even in the before stuff um, that I'm excited about. So those are going to be happening over the summer, and so I'm kind of glad. I mean, I'm kind of glad that I'm not, and I'm looking forward to because once I'm done, I won't like somewhat die like I did last time. So, I mean, I hope not, you know, but, um, I'll be able to spend more time. I think just being a cookie con attendee after the, the, the teaching and stuff. So, um, I'm, I'm happy about that. I mean, I'm going to miss the teaching part and, you know, cause I love that, but on the other hand, I'm going to be in a class and I'm going to see people. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. But yes, I am relieved about that part because I don't have to think about it. You know, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a little bit of FOMO, but not really. Um, I'm, probably the closer it gets to it, I yeah. will be like, man, I just I know. Yeah. it's no. fun to hang out with everybody. It's fun to help. It's, um, and I like the Orlando Hotel. That's the um, venue that I was a core instructor at. And to be there without masks would be fun. Um, but it was, it's a great hotel. Well, I didn't even stay there because, you know, we went as a family vacation and I rented a house off site. Although I did sleep in my room that one night, my classroom, remember? Didn't I have like a Murphy bed or something? I did. I didn't know that. I was just going to sleep on the floor, you know, and because I didn't want to go the next classes at 8 a.m. And by the time, you know, I just thought I'll just stay here instead of driving back to the house. And Kim Smith-Holmes is an amazing manager for the instructors. She um, said, I think there's a Murphy bed. She showed it to me. But then I had to like make sure I double locked all the doors because I didn't want somebody to come in and clean the room while I'm in bed asleep. <laughs> I, was say something. I know, I know you were. So Sandra was my roommate one time. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I'm uh I'm excited that you're gonna see the the life of the assistant. Yes, I know. This will be a, a, you know, a different side, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I will say I went to go reserve my room today mm -hmm. and, you know, they, they give you a discount code, you know, well, when you go through the link that they send you with your cookie con ticket and you can, you know, reserve your room, there's a day in the middle of the week that it said was unavailable. So I've got to call them and see, I mean, I don't mind paying a different rate for that day. I just don't want to have to move rooms in the middle of the week or not have a room and have to go beg somebody to let me stay in their room one night. So I don't know. I got, I left him a voicemail, so I'll talk to him tomorrow probably. But I did see in the cookie kind of attendee page that that was an issue for a lot of people. Wow. And I don't, <clears throat> I just don't know what we're expected to do. Yeah. And from what I understand, it's a hotel issue. It's not right. No, I understand an issue. It's a hotel. And I think it's an overlapping of events, so, which that's, that's on the hotel, right? That should be right. Because this has been in the plans for a long time, you know, right. so I don't I, know. I don't know. And again, if it's a different rate, that's okay. But I don't, I mean, I guess worst case, I have to move to a different room for one night and move back, which the part that dread for me is, you know, just all crap. But anyway, <laughs> I know. And Sandra earlier said, well, you know, you don't have to take all that crap. And I gave her my face. I think so. I said, how about you don't take all that crap? And what did I do? It was, I, I should have screenshotted your face. Cause it was the best. 
<laughs> you're like looking at me like, you're not new here. <laughs> Don't act brand new, Sandra. Um, so uh, I think that I, I'll just call them and see what my options are. I mean, I guess worst case is I reserve because I want to come in on Monday to be able to help Monday night to help Amy Tuesday, you know, make mm -hmm. icing or whatever we need to do. And then, you know, classes start on Wednesday morning. And then that was the day I think, which, which is what's really goofy is because we'll be all te we'll be all in at on workshop classes, either attending or working. So if somebody has to change rooms that day, that's difficult. That's, you know, the, the day that showed that it wasn't available when I saw it was Wednesday. So I don't know. I'll, I'll get it figured out. Worst case, I may have to go ask somebody if I can stay in their room one night or whatever. So that just seems like a huge pain. I mean, and it's not just you. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of people. Well, I, I haven't. That's, so that's my big thing right now that I have not been. I, it took me forever to get my pictures together and make that reel that I did and thanking my sponsors wonderful sponsors and all the students and just the people that I met and friends and pictures. And there's been a, there's been several comments and I will get to them, but I have a, another project right now as a result from my Nashville trip. And I've got to kind of get through that and I'll get back on Instagram and Facebook. And so I haven't been on there and I was thinking to myself, Sandra will know if other people are having the same issue because I know she's been on Facebook and I haven't been. So, um, <laughs> I figured that that's probably, I didn't figure it was just me. And, and what was surprising though, is that it's not, it's not even June yet. And that that's already an issue. I could see it if I was waiting till August to book my reservation or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I'm interested. Let me know what, what happens. Cause I'm. Well, I left a voicemail message and asked them to call me. So hopefully I'll get it figured out. I just hope it's not like some exorbitant rate for that one night whatever. I'll get it figured out. So, so I do have news. I know that you and I talked about this beforehand, but after my 30 plus dozen week of graduation cookies, I bought a dough sheeter. Oh, congratulations. I know you've been wanting one for a long time. I have been. Do we have the same one now? Wait, did you buy? I bought mine from Websteron. Okay. Then we don't. Um, did you buy it from Nancy? Cause I know you've been wanting hers for a while. So no, actually somebody had it in our Casey cookier group, Candy. Oh. And oh. she listens to the podcast. She asked if, um, if we're still doing it. So when I, when I met up with her, but I'm, I've been, this has been sitting in my room for, <sighs> I think I picked it up on Wednesday and I have not used it and I'm itching. I'm itching to use it and I'm using it tomorrow. And I have 10 dozen, so I'm pretty excited. The only thing that I'm worried about is the thickness. I, from what I remember, sorry. Sandra's dogs. <laughs> Somebody took a bone that the other one didn't want to have. Obviously. <laughs> um, I remember from when I played with Nancy's that it rolled a little thicker than what I had. And I have just enough dough for 10 dozen. So we'll see. We'll see. I haven't used mine yet. And I bought mine after I had broken my arm because mm -hmm. I was very concerned I wouldn't be able to you know, roll out dough. And, um, but I have not got it out of the crate yet and I need to do that, but I don't, you know, I have people that live here with me and I think mm -hmm. they'll be moving by the end of the summer. So if that happens, 
then I'll get it out and I'll have a place here inside the kitchen where I can put it on my, I have one of those half bun racks. It has like 10 sheets and it, it's great. And the top of it, that dough sheeter will fit right on the top of it. That's where mine's at. Stop it. I know. But but I can roll that out of the way. But mm -hmm. right now I just can't because there's no place to roll. Well, it. I thought to myself that I would do this in my kitchen, but then I'm like, I don't need flour because you roll between parchment sheets because I do it old school way. You know, I use flour to roll out my dough. Well, I have the dough sheeter, so I don't need that. I can just do it up in my room. So I think that would probably be good too, because, you know, the every time, like how many times do you roll out a batch of dough? I roll it out as much as I can. So I roll it out to the very end of like to where I just have a little bit left. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But then I always add it to the new one because if you don't do that, right. it's going to shrink. Right. Because you've added it more becomes, flour and. Well, it becomes thicker, but mm -hmm. smaller. I mean, you can see. So I, I was just thinking if you're saying if you, you don't have to use flour with the dough sheeter, that would be great because you wouldn't have to worry about that at all. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be, I, from what I remember from when I used Nancy's, it was, it was definitely a learning curve because of the flour, because the way, I think for my, my dough recipe, I'm going to have, I'm going to have to add maybe a little bit more flour than I did in the mixing. Oh, so it won't be too soft, maybe. So it won't be too soft for when it goes through the dough sheeter and it allows for that extra flour. And I honestly, you know, I know you've seen pictures of naked cookies where people have put forks marks, they've um, punched it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is supposed to help with spreading. Oh, in its shape. I don't know. I'm going to play this weekend. I'll let you know. Well, you get yours figured out just right. And then you can come over and teach me on mine. So, so flipping excited. My shoulders, my thumbs, my wrist, my fingers, Everything is going to not hurt this weekend. And I'm very excited. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I've been pleasantly surprised. And that's part of why I didn't, I mean, the motivation to get the, the dough sheeter out is I, I've been able to roll dough and it really hasn't bothered me like I thought it might. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's been really good. My arm is just um, done so well. You know, I'm very happy yeah. with it. But it would be nice to be able to, to do that. I know it would be much quicker and, you know, probably less messy. And, um, but again, <clears throat> I need to have, you know, the kids have stuff and I just need to have a different yeah. place for that. So. I'm honestly thinking that I don't, well, I don't know. I might go on ahead and roll out a bunch of sheets of them, you know, between parchment paper stack them up on a, on a, on a tray and then just put them in the refrigerator for a little bit. Like, get cold mm -hmm. and then just um, maybe bring them back up here and cut them out and then re-roll what I have. I don't know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited. So yeah. So when are you going to, I mean, are you going to work on it this week? Is that what you're going to do? I'm going to work on it tomorrow, actually. I need to bake tomorrow because I have 10 dozen due by Friday. So I'm <laughs> Are you and me, sister? I'm telling you. Got to get it all baked, and it's only ten dozen compared to what I had last week. It was—it's nothing, so it'll—it'll it'll be easy breezy. 
Well, I have, to, I have to bake about 10 dozen too, but they're my drop cookies. Mm. For, I do have to make some sugar cookies, but they're not, there's only a, a handful that are decorated. The rest, it's just really more about tasting and that right. kind of thing. So I'm just going to pipe, like make squares and pipe icing in square, you know, in the square. That's easy. That I can, yeah, that's not a big deal. So right. I can do that. And I'm looking forward to that. But I, I've, I've been trying out a couple of new recipes and I made a, um, key lime pie cookie today and after mm, two or three or four different um variations um i think i have it down right now and it tasted really good really good i think i need you to um sneak one in in your frozen cook yes with my cheesecake okay yeah because i would really like i had um sarah and tj taste them and they thought it was really good. I thought it was a little, so you know how people use um, freeze dried strawberries. Like I use it in my icing mm -hmm. or, and I have a really uh, good strawberry shortbread recipe that I use. And that really makes a difference, but because it's a powder, you have to tweak your flour a little bit. It's mm -hmm. like if you make chocolate cookies and you know, mm -hmm. um, but so I actually found some freeze dried mm -hmm. lime powder and um they're very limey. And then I did a couple of other things to make it seem like the cheesecake was in the graham crack. Anyway, they turned out really good, I think. So yeah, I'll save you a couple and see what you think. My so. husband, it's his favorite pie is key lime pie. Me too. So. I love key lime pie. So, so the person that I met on the plane, um, <laughs> he has a business. He told me that he wanted me to quote him on the podcast. So he said some pretty funny things, but I don't know that any of them are things I can quote. Um, but he's a really smart guy and he invented something and he's turned it into a really good business. And um, he asked me if I could do um, a box of cookies for one of his customers that actually lives here in Kansas City because he lives in a different state. And so I'm working on that. And, and he said he's from Florida and he said, could you make a key lime cookie? And I said, well, I can sure try. So I've been working on that today. So fun. It, but it's it's actually pretty good. So oh, I'm excited to try it. Yeah. All right. Question number one. Okay. So before we get started on these questions, I need to know because you took you took a crap all over my Swedish fish. <laughs> my boy and bland, and they're too. My daughter's my daughter's boyfriend got me this pound and a half bag for Mother's Day of Swedish fish, and I broke them out tonight. And Cindy says. What did you say about them? I said, ew, I hate Swedish fish. <laughs> They're boring and bland? Yes. What the I, hell? Yeah. And I'm sorry to the Swedish fish company. I mean, I really am because my daughter loves them. My daughter loves them. They're, they're Sarah's favorite candy. She loves them. As I dig into the bag. So I got to know, what's your favorite candy? I think I know the answer to this one. You do know the answer because... because I have a bag of those downstairs too. <laughs> So I'm not a big candy person, to be mm -hmm. perfectly honest. I don't I don't eat candy bars. I don't like them. Um, mm -hmm. I do like a Heath bar, but I think that's more about the toffee in the middle than it is because I don't like milk chocolate. I like dark chocolate. And um, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just, that's just me. But um, she brought home this box of Nerds Cluster oh Gummies God. something. I don't know what they were. They're so yeah. delicious, aren't they? Oh my God. I took a bite and I was like, what is this wicked madness? <laughs> I love these things. So 
I ate practically the whole box and then I was mad at myself. And then, so you and I were talking about it and you were like, the blue bag's the best. Yes. There's a red version and a blue version. I don't know, but you are absolutely hundred percent correct. And I bought a bag thinking I could keep it. I'm not that person. I have, there's a lady in my office. She always has candy on her desk. It's always there. She doesn't eat. I mean, she'll have like one or two. Mm-hmm. If I had a bag of candy on my desk, it would be gone by the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. I can't do that. I've never been that person. I mean, if it was hard mints, I'd have them gone by the end of the day. Like I can't do that. But I, I was fooling myself thinking, and I took a bag of those to work. And I, of course, made everybody try them. And they're like, yeah, they're okay. And I'm like, oh my God, no, they're fabulous. Oh my God. I want to try them freeze-dried. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I do like like sour, like I like those sour worm things, you know, the sour worm candies mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. <laughs> She's looking at me like, what? I don't like, I do not like sour candy. Oh, see, I do. <laughs> see, okay, that's how I feel about the fish. So there. I mean, I just, but those, and I think that's what it is about those um, gummy, those uh, nerd cluster things. Mm-hmm. Is because they have the sweet gummy thing in the middle and then they have the sour nerds on the outside. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, you know, it's a textural thing and I might got to dissect it with all my taste buds and all that. But <laughs> I went to lunch on Friday with um, one of my guy friends from work, Eric, and he always teases me because particularly if I'm really hungry or something is just really good. <laughs> So like we went to this place, it's called Medi's and it's Mediterranean food. Have you had? Mm, I remember you telling me about that. It's so good. And they have this, um, it's like a layered hummus bowl. So it has this very creamy hummus and then it has vegetables and then you can get a protein like chicken or whatever. And it comes with these like toasted, they're like chips, pita chips mm-hmm. with seasoning. It is, it is so good. And of course we're sitting there and I take the first bite and I don't even know I do it. And I'm like, Mm, this is, and he goes, oh my God, can you just stop? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I, okay. know. I know. All right. Got the candy out of the way. Yes. Superhero or villain? Which Super- would you rather be? Superhero. Really? Yeah. Thinking villain. <laughs> of course. Okay. Which villain, Missy? I don't know. Does it matter? Because all, there's always a fun aspect to being a villain. I mean, there's the gratifi- gratification aspect of being the hero, but I feel like I'm a hero in everyday life. Oh, well, good for you. I love your confidence. What? No, I'm serious. Like, that's awesome. But okay, let me ask you this. Is Catwoman a villain or a hero- heroine? Uh, she's a heroine, isn't she? I don't know much about well, her. I think she was bad in the beginning. So. Was she? I don't know much about superheroes. I don't. I, I'm not a big Marvel person. You know, one of my favorite movies. I don't even know how or why, but it's the Lego movie, the Batman one. Mm-hmm. Everything is awesome. Oh, God. The earworm that got stuck in it. Now that you've put it in everybody's ear. I love that movie. I This is so silly. But it's the guy. What's his name? It's not. Um, he's married to Kristen Bell. I think. Oh, Jack something, Jacks. No, Dak. His name's Dak, but it's not. It's not him. Maybe it's not Kristen Bell. It's another guy. Anyway, he. Sorry, sorry, Kristen. Um, as if she's listening. Um, but um, anyway, it's the Batman voice, and he's like, you know, his voice is, you know, it's gravelly and deep, and 
I mean, it's just, it's ironic. That film is ironic. It really wasn't meant for kids. It really does have, it's just funny, I think, as an adult, you know? I just think, I just think that villains have, there's a, there's an alluring aspect to being a villain a little bit. It's funny because I asked Isabel this question at dinner tonight and she's like, do do you know me? (laughs) I was going to say villain for her, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, What is your favorite smell? Flowers. Really? Do you have a flower in particular that you like? Well, actually, no. Men's cologne. Really good men's cologne. (laughs) You went from one side of the spectrum to the other. (laughs) No, I'm serious. You know, and I figured this out. You know, when I had COVID the first time in 2020, I lost my taste and smell for 18 Mm -hmm. months. And as somebody who bakes and likes to Mm -hmm. it was very and what I didn't realize is because um you know I was living with somebody at that time and he always wore a cologne that I that I really really liked Mm -hmm. and I couldn't smell it anymore and I missed that and it really hit me for the first time that that's part of what sometimes attracts you to another person or whatever I don't know but (laughs) I can smell I mean like I yeah I like a good men's cologne I actually there's I have wallflowers in my house you know those bath and body works Mm -hmm. things in the wall and there's one called black tie and it smells like men's cologne listen I went into your bathroom and used it and you have the soap too yes I do oh it smells so good I agree with you on that that does smell very yeah, I do, but I do love the fresh smell of flower. I really do. Um, I like linen. My my favorite smell is coffee. Um, I love the smell of coffee. Even before I was a coffee drinker, because um, I didn't. I don't think I started drinking coffee until I was in my twenties. I didn't start till I was in my forties. Like I thought it was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I always loved the smell of it when my mom would make it. I'd love the smell of coffee, but I also do like the smell of. Um, Laundry. Oh, yeah. I like the smell it's of gain. Linen. I like the smell of gain. I do. I like the smell of gain. That's what I use. Yeah, I like that. It's nice. It really it is. is. Nice. It is. It is very nice. I never drank. I never drank coffee. And then we went to um, Morocco. And so they have this very dark, thick coffee over there. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> loved it. And everybody was like, you don't like regular coffee, but you like this stuff. I mean, for about a year, I would order online this particular coffee. It was just very strong. And I think it was really more kind of espresso-ish. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It was so good. And now, I i mean, I, I like coffee. I drink it pretty much every morning. So. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, let's see. What is your favorite board game? Do you have a favorite board game? If you say Monopoly, I think I'm going to kill you. No, because I don't like Monopoly. I hate Monopoly. Do you want me to answer that first? So what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, Scrabble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My husband and I used to play Scrabble. Oh, almost every weekend. I know it's not. I'm telling you, we're exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love Scrabble. I, you know, I, I like, um, trouble, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's a board game, but I like that poppy thing in the middle, you know, and 
I'm like that poppy thing in the middle. I do. I do. Um, it needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> but I really like cards. I really like playing. So do I. What's your, what's your, what's your game? Well, <laughs> I used to play, um, uh, hearts with my dad all the time. Yes. You know, and gin rummy. I love gin rummy, but there's another game I played with my cousins and we really got hooked on this for a while. And it was, was it called take? No, it was, you played with like two decks of cards, but it was like take 10 or something. There was like 10, each round you had a different thing. You had to have like the first round is you had to have, uh, two sets of three, you know, mm-hmm. and then the next one would be like a set of something and then, um, a straight. And then it was, and then by the time you got to the last, the 10th round, you would have to have a whole straight within your mm-hmm. hand, you know? And I mean, that together. two hours. So yeah, we need to get together and play hearts. We, we are a hearts playing family. Really? Uh, oh my God. Yes. Um, when my father-in-law was alive, you know, we would go to Minnesota every, every summer and spend a week or two with him. And my father-in-law and I would be up until who knows, just playing cards, hearts, rummy, whatever. And he was like, it was funny because he would just look at me and be like, you ready to play some cards? I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so now I love playing cards. We used to do that. I mean, we played, oh my God, this is so funny. I haven't even thought about this in years. When I was in college, me and t- my two roommates, Lisa and Shelly, and we'd been friends in high school and we went to um, Springfield and um, we ended up our junior year getting an apartment. And um, well, we had an apartment our sophomore year, but junior it was really more like a duplex kind of thing anyway it was cool and we would play um hearts we would play spades we would play you know gin rummy or whatever but sometimes if somebody was missing i just remember this we were just there was probably alcohol involved i'm sure but um we we would set like a toy or some silly thing like a car key or i don't know and that would be the other person Mm-hmm. And you would just draw off the top of their deck. Talk about messing up your game, you know, because it's just an anonymous, you were just drawing off the top and we'd be like hitting whatever the toy was. You stupid, <laughs> you shouldn't have played that. <laughs> but it was fun, you know. Cards night. Okay. This one's kind of a silly one. Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes. So do I. I know that some people think that, oh, the shampoo's got it. <laughs> On the way down. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. no, I washed mine too. Um, this one, I didn't know if I was going to ask it because it's kind of, I don't know. I'll ask it and you, you don't have to answer it if you want, don't want to, but I know how I'm going to answer it. So if you want me to answer first, I will. I'm leading up to this question way. I'm giving it way too okay, bad. I have like goosebumps now because I'm terrified. Way <laughs> too lead. Sorry. Do you, <laughs> do you trust your own memory? Why or why not? I'm going to answer that while you think about it, okay? Mm -hmm. I said no, I don't. And the only reason why, I mean, I think my gut instinct is to say, yeah, of course I trust my own memory. But having older kids here, and I know that my memory of their childhood is what really happened, but their, their, their version of it is different. Their perspective of their it. perspective is different from what happened. So my memory of my childhood is the same way. It's different. So when, 
I thought of it that way. I thought, oh, no, I guess I don't trust my own memory from years and years and years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You know, you know, I'm a, a quote person. I love quotes. And, mm-hmm. and and when I read things, I mean, I have them everywhere because I just, I, anyway, um, there's one, it's we see things from where we are, not where they are necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that happens a lot just in day-to-day stuff. You know, we all are accumulation of our our journeys, our own, you know, our lives, the things that have happened to us, the things that happened to us yesterday or, or whatever. And, um, I mean, like, that's been a hard thing for me. I, I like people and I can't stand it when somebody doesn't like me, you know, and that happens. I mean, um, it makes me surprised because I, I like everybody, you know, I mean, there's very few people that I would ever meet that I just didn't like, you know, and, um, what? <laughs> Airports, restaurants, yes. Um, airplanes. Um, I do always meet a lot of people when I travel. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think that I've learned in my life personally and through my HR job that it's it's not always about me. Like if somebody is cold or they have a, you know, I have no idea what's been going on in their life necessarily. You know, right. if it's like somebody that I'm like super close friends with, right? And and when somebody acts a certain, I used to be like, oh my God, what did I do? Did I make them mad? Did I say something wrong? And a friend of mine that I used to work with, we were partners in training and stuff at Blue Cross. And one day, she, I mean, she'd been acting weird for a couple of days. And I really felt like, did I do something she hasn't told me about, you know? Mm-hmm. And finally, she got mad at me and she goes, damn it, Cindy, it is not always about you. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't think it was. I just was, she goes, yeah, you do. I'm not upset with you. I have this and this and this and this going on. And so I think that um, when you talk about, because my daughters will talk about something that happened. Sometimes I don't even remember that that happened. Like mm-hmm. I don't remember any part of it. And I think for me as a single parent going to school, working, I was just trying to parent, you know, get them fed, get them to school, help with homework, baths, all that stuff. And I think sometimes I, I I wish now I would have not worried about as many things as I worried about, like things being clean and picked up all the time, because I feel like I've missed moments or, or things like that. And I don't, but sometimes, and then the other day I said, was telling Sarah about something that I would I couldn't believe she couldn't remember because it was funny and it was, you know, and she goes, mom, I don't remember that at all. Mm. But I also have a philosophy of, you know, at a certain point in our lives, when we get older, like our brains are like filing cabinets. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like there's just only so much room. So things have to be well, you dump stuff after a while. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like a conscious thing that oh, I'm going to dump that memory. I just think that sometimes, but but then, you know, something else will trigger something and you remember things. So I don't know. I don't always trust my memory because I think you're exactly right. Because I remember things a certain way with my parents. Mm-hmm. And I know my kids remember certain things with me that that was not how I remember it at right. all. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Okay. Um, what line should someone never cross with you? Do you have a hard line on stuff? I do. I have a hard line on, I mean, I can't say specific things, but you know me and you know, I can take a lot, but it may just be a simple thing, 
But if mm-hmm. it's at the end of like 20 other things, mm-hmm. then I'm done. Like it takes a lot for me to be done. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't, a hard line maybe is just like personal attacks on somebody. I just don't like that at all. Whether they're yeah. talking about somebody else or coming at me for something, because that's not fair, I don't think. So, yeah, I have a, I have a pretty, I have a bad character flaw and I know it. I've known it my entire life. I know that it's not hard for me to um, end a friendship quickly um. and um, be done and not look back. And I, that's not a good trait to have. You should be forgiving. You should be bendy. You should be, but there's certain things that I just don't. And the number one thing is lying. Mm, I can't, I feel like I've been lied. You and I have talked about this before a lot too. And I just, I I just don't tolerate it. So that's Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I obviously, I mean, I, I mean, I know nobody likes being lied to, um, but I just think that when you lie to somebody, you think you're telling them that you think that they're stupid and I'm, I'm not stupid. Well, I will say now that you say, I mean, there's one thing, what, what I don't like, and this has happened to me in relationships is don't try to make me think I'm crazy and that I'm not seeing something the way it really Mm -hmm. is because Mm -hmm. eventually it has all turned out to be, I was right all along, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And the, the trying to make you think you're not thinking what you're thinking. And I don't like, I don't like that. Or trying to tell me how I should feel or I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, that, that, that pretty much will make me crazy. So that's a big turn off. (laughs) Do you collect anything? Yes. (laughs) Can you talk about it? What do you collect? <laughs> I can talk about it, yes. What do you okay. collect? Mine is kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, I have a collection. I Do I actively still collect it? No. Um, finials. Oh. I have old finials. No, I think those are cool. I, I, I used to collect doorknobs. I mean, I did. I don't need more. But like antique crystal doorknobs, I had a whole bowl of them. Like I when we traveled a lot and I would go to, I would, I would just bring one. I, yeah, I love those, but oh, that's neat. I, like, I have, I have a couple of them, but, um, I have collected antique cake plates over the years. Mm-hmm. I love them. And I, I have some, I have probably never even used. And I, I gave a couple of my favorite, I let the girls pick one that they wanted. And then I gave them one that I was okay with parting with, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I let them pick one that they want, wanted, you know, and, right. um, but I have in the last probably two or three years thinking about hoping to retire it someday and where can I store all this stuff and how many cake plates do you really need? Especially if you haven't used, you know, 20 of them in the past 10 years. So I, I don't really, you know, do that anymore. And then cool. I collect shoes, but <laughs> You and my husband. Oh. I used to have a rule. If I, bought it, I used to have a rule if I bought a new pair, because I got to the point where I was like, okay, this is, and I don't buy like, I mean, they're nice shoes, but I, I mean, I've never owned a pair of 
Christian Louboutin, you know, with the red right. sole, and you know, anything like that. I think the most I've ever paid for a pair of shoes and they were boots was like $300. I mean, I've never, but I do believe that, cause here's one thing, here's like my biggest pet peeve about like, I will freak out is, you know, the caps on a bottom of a heel and mm -hmm. if the rubber parts, yeah, gone, I have witnessed this. I witnessed this at dinner not too long ago and she's not lying. It it's made me, like, no, I can't stand that. It made me insane. And do you know, I think it's a defect in those shoes, those particular shoes, because I took them back the next day because I'd only worn them. That was the first time I'd worn them. Right. And I got back and I took them back. And do you know that when I wore the new pair, that the cap came off the right shoe again? Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a D and these are nice brand shoes. Like, right. I won't say, but they're, they're nice brand shoes. And so I, I super gorilla glued the, it back on. Yeah. So it's not going to be coming off, but I can't stand that. And when I was younger and didn't have as any resources and, um, you know, I would have, cause I had to wear heels at work. So I would have maybe four pair, you know, and rotate mm -hmm. whatever, but I have learned over the years. Um, I know what style I like. I know what, I mean, some of shoes I have, I've had for five, six, longer than that years. And if you don't wear them all the time, they don't wear out, you know? So they, I mean, I have some favorites I wear more than others, but I can't stand that sound. I cannot stand that sound. And I think you could run an entire outfit by having that. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I want, I've spent a hundred dollars on flip-flops. Does that count as a... I have never spent. So do you remember, you, you remember Mandy Kelly? Mm -hmm. you know? I love her. I mean, she's adorable. And she, um, was a blue, a purple apron one year when, when it was the year I was a core and she stayed in my room with, because we friends and she stayed in the room for a couple nights and she had these shoes and she knows how I feel. So this is not anything. They were the worst shoes I've ever seen. Hiking shoes. No, they were like walking shoes, you know, they were expensive walking shoes. I know exactly what shoe you're talking Were they sandals? No, but they had like a, they were like Mary Janes, but they were, you know. <gasps> like a, I remember. Okay. And, you know, she was like, I can run around in these all day. And I'm like, I can run around in heels all day. Like, this is not, well, she left him at the hotel. Oh, and no. she texted me a couple of days later because I was, she left early and I was still there. And yeah. she said, hey, I think I left my shoes in the closet where you go see if they're there. And I go, these horrible, ugly things. Yes, they're here. And she was like, Oh my God, those are like, I mean, they're expensive shoes. They were like $400 shoes, you know, which, and I was like, Mandy, I wouldn't have paid $10 for this. <laughs> that's, that's mean. And she was like, she's just laughing at me and she's like, but yeah. they're comfortable. I go, I don't care. But I would never wear something like, I just wouldn't. Did, you, did I, the word orthopedic come out of your mouth at all? No, it okay. didn't. But <laughs> I mean, I know they're, they're like, a, there's a brand name for them and they're very specialized, you know, walking shoes or whatever, but mm -hmm. I would rather suffer in pain all day than, <laughs> but you know, I've been wearing high heels since I started working at, um, Sears when I was 16 and then I worked at Jones and you know, that was when you had to, I've worn heels forever. I think honestly, if I wear flat shoes, my back will kill me. I think my feet have just grown deformed and I can only wear high heels. I'm serious. I don't, it really bothers me. Hmm. It really bothers me. I mean, I could see that. 
I mean, I don't wear high heels all the time, so they would absolutely kill me. (laughs) Listen, one day I came out of work and where our office building was, it was an old um, medical building. So um, we had like the upper floor, but the downstairs still had doctor's offices and stuff. And I came out one day and I was coming down the stairs and this much older woman was walking out from one of the doctor's offices. She was dressed really nice and she stopped and she looked at me and she goes, those shoes are fabulous. And I said, thank you. And she goes, don't ever take them off, honey. And I said, what? And she goes, if you ever stop wearing them, you can't get them back on. That's why I have to wear these crappy things now. She goes, don't. And she had these really cute flat shoes on, but she was, so I swear to God, like I'm going to wear high heels till, you know, I don't know, but I love them. Good for you. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. So I got a last question. I mean, there's many more on this list. Maybe we'll save them for another time, but we're going on an hour now. So I'm going to end with this question. Okay. (laughs) This ought to be a doozy. Well, I mean, it's a good one. I like it. Uh, What's your most controversial opinion about something? And if you want me to go first, I will. Rosie, you need to get out of my room. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, you want me to answer? Yeah. Okay. My most controversial opinion about something is that sushi is crap. It is the worst meal. And I don't know why anybody would want to eat it. That's a pretty strong opinion. About that. I mean, and but if you think about it, people either love it or they hate it. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of middle of the road. There's certain sushi things I like, but there's other things I don't. So I don't know. Do you have a controversial? Yeah, but like the first thing that pops to mind is probably more political and I probably shouldn't. Um, You know, I, I just, the most controversial thing that I probably is just how people treat one another especially when somebody's different, whatever that means or looks like, you know, and yeah. I hate that. I just hate it because we're all just people, you know, we're all just trying to, and, you know, our country's really divided right now and I just hate it. I really just hate it. So I agree. I don't want to end on this down, like, you know, but I just feel. You very- want me to throw out another question? Okay, hold on. <laughs> I just feel very passionately about that. Okay. What, who, okay, wait. Who or what never fails to make you laugh? You. Oh. <laughs> you always make me laugh. You always make Aww. me laugh. That made me feel all warm and cozy. Good, 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 good. No, you always make me laugh. You know, Fresha, Fresia always makes me laugh. She's oh hilarious. And sometimes she's not even trying to be funny and she's hilarious. Like, I don't know if she's ever told you the story about her and the old late older person that was in one and they were trying, one of them had dropped something and Fresh's back was bothering her. And this person was, I mean, much, much older. And just, I mean, anyway, it was like a race to see who could get the, the thing off the floor, but it took them 20 minutes. Like it was the funniest story ever. And when Fresh told me about peeing my pants, like it was hilarious. She, oh my God. She, 
we need to have her on. I that's going to be a long podcast and nothing but laughing. But she is hilarious. She hundred yeah. percent is hilarious. She's very very funny. Oh, so I got to talk about the thing, the exciting thing I'm Wait, doing tomorrow. I want to tell you what makes me always laugh first. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was rude. I'm sorry. Do not, do not fall down in front of me because I'm laugh. <laughs> I won't even check to make sure you're okay. Okay, you know, I think that's a disorder, right? <laughs> I can't help it. I seriously, my husband fell out of a chair once. Oh my God, that's so mean, Sandra. We were just dating. Well, it's a good thing you weren't here when I broke my arm because you'd have been laughing for weeks. I probably would have. That is my gut reaction is if somebody falls in front of me is to laugh. I know it is a hundred percent wrong. I know it is so, it's so wrong. I cannot help it. It is. I mean, he went down and I, he was mad at me for weeks. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny you say that because Sarah is, I think it's kind of a, a nervous thing or whatever, but if you tell her sad news about something about somebody else, mm-hmm. She's doing everything she can to not. And I'm like, she goes, mom, you know me. I don't know how to react to that. So all I can do is it's just, it's just, it's, it's just the funniest thing. I mean, it's. It is a hundred percent. I mean, my dog got out the other day and she's running and she's running so fast. She ate it. <laughs> Her face was skidding on the street, her arms. And you're laughing. And I was laughing. <laughs> Can you do that again? Because that was pretty great. Now, I, I seriously, if you, if you <laughs> don't I can't me. even be serious about that. That's horrible. <laughs> in front of me because I will 100% laugh. I, I apologize right now for anybody that falls down in front of me because, yeah. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. I do it. I laugh at everybody. All right. Well, okay. So what's your news? Oh, okay. So do you know the band Los Lonely Boys? Yes. How they sing that song, How Far Is Heaven? It was like yeah, their big yeah, yeah. 80s or whatever. I fell in love with their music years ago, like long before anything. <laughs> Smarty Pants, you should see that face she's making. But anyway, long long before anything. Um, and, um, I did, I mean, I had, I said something the other day, I'm like, I had every album and somebody goes, well, that dated her. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're CDs. They were CDs, but yes. Anyway, no, you know, um, I mean, I just, and they have this one song that's called more than love and they sing it in oh, half, yeah. half English and half Spanish. And I just, so they're three brothers. And I've always read that like family members harmonize better than most people because it's the same family or whatever. So it's three brothers mm-hmm. and the guitar player, like I love Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff, you know, he's not with us anymore, but, and so he, like in one of the albums I was reading his bio and like his favorite thing, like he loves Stevie Ray Vaughan, Carlos Santana, and he plays a guitar like that. Like he's an amazing guitarist anyway. They were here in Kansas City like 20 years ago at a barbecue thing. The the big thing that they have at Kemper, the um, American Royal barbecue, and they would have it. And Okay, they were there, and I got to see them, and um, it was awesome. So one of my good friends, Terry, her and her husband, Miguel, 
um, um, they're very involved in the Hispanic community here in Kansas City. Anyway, there's a, a Latino festival here over at the Legends tomorrow, and Los Lonely Boys will be there. And Terry remembered that I like their music, and they have VIP tickets, so they invited me in. I'm going, and I'm so excited. I can't I know. I know. I'm so excited, really. So where is this festival? It's at the Legends. I'm going to have to tell um, my daughter because... Um... And they have different price of tickets. They're from twenty dollars all the way up to one hundred and forty. So I, you know, um, one of Terry, one of Miguel's really good friends, is involved with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and um, and they are, were promoting it. And um, so anyway, he, at, so I, I'm going with them. You know, oh, fun. but the, you can still buy tickets. It's called um, Los Monarchs Festival. And I think because it's at the Monarchs, you know, ball field. So that's where the stage is going to be. And I think like one of the wrestlers is going to like, there's all these different shows that start early. And um, what is the, there's like, um, oh, here, let me show you. There's, it's, there is Lucha Libre Wrestling at 3.30. There's. I'm I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Um, but Los Lonely Boys are playing at 9.30, so. Fun. I've already got my outfit planned, my shoes. I know you do. <laughs> are the boots involved? Actually, I was thinking about wearing my new cowboy boots. I really was. But then I was like, I might get hot. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's warmer tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't think I'll probably wear those. I'll probably just wear cute shoes, you know, something. But anyway. I, I cannot, I mean, cannot wait. That's so, exciting. It is exciting. So I'm going to, Paige is coming over tomorrow morning and um, that's my oldest daughter and we're going to go to the pool. We didn't really get to spend any time together for Mother's Day because of just everything that was going on and her her family. And I always, me and the girls always try to celebrate Mother's Day on Saturday. That way I can go do something with my mom on Mother's Day on Sunday and they can spend the day with their families. But Saturday, a bunch of stuff happened and we didn't get to do that. And Sarah bought me these lovely lilies that smelled wonderful because she knows I like the smell of those, which was very sweet. And then Paige and I were going to go see a movie together. But then I had ended up having to work last Friday and we didn't get to. So I said, if you can, her mother-in-law is going to watch the boys so she can come to the pool and actually lay out for a couple hours tomorrow. So that's what we're You know, it would be awesome if you had those chairs that I told you to get. Yes, it would be awesome, but I don't. So, <laughs> but so we're awesome. going to go to school and then I will, um, I got to bake some more cookies and then get ready for the thingy. And, and then Monday, I don't have to go to work. So yay. Cause it's the holiday. So um, when do you want to drop this? You want to do it on Monday or. Um, I don't care. We can yeah. Yeah. We, so happy Memorial day to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sitting with me on Saturday night at 1047 at night. Yes. Thank you. This has been, as always, wonderful. So. I know. It, I love talking to you. And um, hopefully people have a little bit more of uh, insight with those questions. You know, they're not your typical. So, right. Well, I think that's good. I did have a couple of messages from some people last time that um, we're saying that they, um, got to learn a little bit more about us, you know, with the cookie con when, you know, episode 34 that we did. And so I think that's good. And, um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I'll be able to share some more information on the things I'm working on. And, you know, my, I know 
different listeners have listened to my um, lamentations about career and changes and things like that, but um, I'm working on it. So I just got to get some things in place. So can't wait. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was good to see you. Yeah. It's Thanks good for listening, you. everybody. We appreciate it. This we is do. Cookies for Lunch, the podcast. And um, I hope that um, you learn maybe a little bit more about us. And I, I appreciate you listening. It really does mean a lot to us. We thank yeah, you. It does. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.